Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Hello, I'm Roxy. And I'm Karen. And we are from the Maricopa County Library District. And today we're going to talk about music through the microphone, stories from our favorite concerts. This is going to be fun. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so first of all, I'll, I'll start off with saying that I've enjoyed going to music concerts, many of them, during my lifetime. Unfortunately, there was a 16-year gap while living in northern mountain state region where there were not many opportunities for shows and definitely not of my uh, genre preference. Thus, my concert experiences are from 1974 to 1981 and then upon moving to Arizona 1997 to present. Most of the shows that I've been to are rock, from classic rock to alternative to hard, and then I add some blues in there. So what about so you? you're mostly a rock fan. Oh yes, totally. Yeah. Me totally. too for the most part. Um, so I started going to concerts in the early 90s, uh, shortly after I graduated high school. And I've seen a lot of different festivals, rock concerts, um, some pop, not a whole lot of that, but mostly rock. So not a whole lot of classic rock, even though I really enjoy classic rock. Yes. But unfortunately, I haven't seen a whole lot of classic rock artists. Well, I've got you uh, <laughs> aged a little bit there for me. And thus, again, um, I was a teenager, uh, started to go to concerts. And mm -hmm. I actually have my ticket stubs from seeing the Eagles for oh, $6. Wow. And I saw the group Foreigner for five. Oh my gosh. So that tells you how cheap Lucky. concerts were <laughs> back then for, for headlining bands. See, I wish I would have saved my, my ticket stubs. I'm sure I've forgotten many of the concerts that I went to in my youth. So I wish I would have saved all my concert stubs, but unfortunately I did not. And those are the only two I have. But I have tried my best to keep a list of the bands and artists I have seen through the years. And I'm sure I'm missing some, but sure. for the most part anyway. Awesome. So um, as far as my personal favorite rock concert experiences, I'm going to start with the blues. I did go and see B.B. King, wow. um, who is just a huge, huge um you know, performer mm -hmm. uh, in the blues uh, genre. And I saw him at what is now no longer a venue, but it was in Sun City. Really? <laughs> and it was cheap, but I knew I wanted to see him. He was really aging. Mm -hmm. And B.B. Uh, King went to Sun City? Yes. <laughs> and, and then I recently saw... Um, buddy Guy and um, I know you were excited to see that yes I was mm -hmm. I was and the opening act was just awesome anyway so that's a little bit of my blues but mm -hmm. going back to the rock genre I would say some of my favorites um, was Rush of course uh, Neil Peart the um, drummer is no longer with us mm -hmm. so I'm glad mm -hmm. I had that experience I would say Eric Clapton back in the day Billy Preston opened for him. He's no longer with us either. One from the 70s, and it was actually the Foreigner concert, but it was a group called Head East. And I still listen to them on Hoopla, no, every week. 
and I even have the LPs. So um, that's that's something. Is still around or no? Oh, okay. No, I think they are, <laughs> but it's a it, they are actually, but it's probably one person from the original group, and it's a different lead singer. Oh. And if it's not the same lead singer, yeah. it's yeah. tough for me. Different experience. And then I will say my ultimate favorite um, artist from the grunge era was Scott Weiland. And I saw Scott five times. I saw him with Stone Temple Pilots, Mm -hmm. and then I saw him um, play with, you know, the guys from Guns N' Roses. And then I saw Uh him alone. Mm -hmm. That was the last time I saw him, and Mm -hmm. he's no longer with us. Mm -hmm. So those are the ones that kind of... from the 70s on mm-hmm. up to, I guess, who did I see most recently? I'm not sure. It was probably Wyland, and that's been 10 years ago. So, anyway, what are, um, what about you, Karen? Like I said, I didn't start going to concerts until after high school. My first concert was in the early 90s. I saw Sting in 91 at uh, Cricket Pavilion, which... Uh, has changed names a few times. Yes. If you know um, the West Valley, it's been Desert Sky Pavilion, Cricket Pavilion, Blockbuster, Blockbuster Desert Sky Pavilion, Ashley, uh, Ashley Furniture Home Store Pavilion, and back to Desert Sky Pavilion to Auction Pavilion, and now it's Talking Stick Resort Pavilion or Amphitheater. So it's a great venue. We'll get into venues in, in a little bit, but that was my very first concert, and that was. March of 91 and then in July of 91 I actually went to the first Lollapalooza and that was an iconic experience it was fantastic saw Susie and the Banshees um, who else was there uh, Rollins Fishbone Living Color uh, Jane's Addiction yes. and even Nine Inch Nails was there wow and yeah so I've been pretty much a Nine Inch Nails fan since then actually my favorite rock performance was at a festival but I didn't. I wouldn't put the festival in my top top three, but the performance I would put in my in favorite is um, Seether. That was my favorite performance. I think it was at it was either Uproar or Mayhem, one of those. And I think we might have been at the same one. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is <laughs> pretty cool. Yes, since we didn't know each other back then. Yeah. So yeah. So even though it was a huge festival, it felt like a very intimate session the performance was amazing and And, that's what's important yeah absolutely um and then one I I would say my next top rock concert was Metallica that's a group I have not seen yeah and you know I have been a Metallica fan since the 80s um I remember them being on Headbangers Ball on MTV I don't Mm -hmm. know if you ever watched that oh yes they came to the valley in 2018 it was a fantastic show I'd say Seether, Metallica, definitely my top two. And my third, I'd say Green Day. I saw Green Day back in 2011, I believe. And that, again, was at Desert Sky. Um, And they were fantastic. So I'd say those are my top uh, rock concerts that I've been to. Very good. In talking about the KUPD festivals at, at various venues in the Valley, are probably some of my favorite experiences because you get the bang for your dollar of seeing all these different artists and groups for just one price, which you could pay just to see 
um, one artist. Mm -hmm. I mean, I paid way over a hundred bucks to see an artist. Surprisingly enough, I'm going to go see Tool, which a band that you have seen mm -hmm. in February, and it actually was a little under $100. I was really surprised. Yeah, that's pretty cheap for Tool. And didn't you say that they actually added a second night? Yes. The first night sold out so fast. Yes. Yeah. So so we, uh, my son got on the day that they, <laughs> they came out. Uh, obviously, it's always on a Friday at 10 a.m. <laughs> and got us tickets, and it sold out that day only uh, had single seats left mm -hmm. and they added the next night. That's so, awesome. And you've not seen them before. I have not. So I, you're super excited. I have seen <laughs> uh, Maynard in a perfect circle, which was a very good show as well. So I'm, but I'm really anxious to see Tool. So I would put another um, experience that's pretty cool is Godsmack. Have you seen Godsmack? I have seen Godsmack. Okay. So Godsmack, you have Sully, who's the lead singer. I think we we might have been at the same festival we, then too. We probably were. Yes. <laughs> um, but you got the dueling drums. You've got Sully playing and the drummer, and they're throwing their drumsticks clear up in the air. Yeah, and, and they he did catch the them. Bass. So, you yep. know, I, I'm going to put that in that that's, per, that's a pretty neat experience to witness, I It think. was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed Godsmack as well. And I had not I had been a fan of them for years. And then when I saw them on the lineup, again, I think it was a Mayhem Festival. Mm -hmm. um, I was so excited to get to see them. So, yeah, we definitely have, have probably semi-crossed paths at some <laughs> different festivals prior to meeting officially yeah yes. i'm sure that, i'm sure that we have through the years because yes. we've both lived in the valley for quite a number of right. years so right. and we are both fans of KUPD which is a local yes. rock station here yes. in the valley so i i'm sure we've been at plenty of concerts together and i just was, didn't know it and i listened to them uh, briefly this morning on my way to work Very so nice. uh, but anyway so we've obviously both been to uh, different concert venues you mm -hmm. know i went to a few of them as I grew up in Iowa. So, mm -hmm. and I, I could only basically tell you, you know, Ames, Des Moines, Cedar Rapids. That's, mm -hmm. that's about all I could tell you. Mm -hmm. It was a long time ago uh, during high school and college. But in the valley here, I mean, obviously the one you spoke of, the outdoor venue. The, oh, yeah. The, 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 that's changed its name a hundred times. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously been down to the downtown arena that's currently the Footprint Center mm -hmm. and um, the the one at Westgate, which I think has uh, better acoustics um, than the arena downtown. Mm -hmm. um, smaller clubs. Smaller clubs, for yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. So, so as far as the um, amphitheaters or mm -hmm. the outdoor arenas, um, mm -hmm. so Desert Sky definitely is iconic in the West Valley. Um, I believe Mesa my, does. Mesa, I'm, I'm sorry, Mesa, Mesa Amphitheater. Mesa. Mm -hmm. My sister's first concert experience was at Mesa Amphitheater, and it mm -hmm. was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, wow, and that's a group I haven't seen. I have not seen them either. I, I'm so I did not get invited to I that saw, concert. I think I, when <laughs> I was at that one, I saw Buck Cherry and... Puddle Mud. I'm not going to come up with all of them right I now. I like but. the outdoor venues. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, here in the Phoenix metro area, uh, a lot of the festivals like to choose late spring, early summer, which makes it a little brutal. Yes. Um, but some of the outdoor venues are nice, and especially in the fall and the winter. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of places you can't do outdoor festivals in the winter because it snows, but Arizona is not one of them. Um, I even did the... Uh, 
Red Rock Amphitheater up in Sedona. Mm-hmm. I did a jazz festival there, and I, I don't know. There's something about being outdoors right. and listening to music right. um, that makes it uh, very memorable. I agree, but mm-hmm. it's really hard, uh, very difficult to talk yourself into buying a ticket when it's August <laughs> outdoors. 120, yeah. And so, yeah, if we could only have them do those uh, after the holidays, like January, February, March, even into April. Yeah. Um, I realize in the fall, like right now, we have the holidays coming up, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's brutal to be outside, and you and it I is. have both done that. We so, <laughs> And you had mentioned smaller clubs. Um, I've done club rooms. Um, it's it's nice. It's a decent place to go. Um, I've done a couple of other small venues around the valley. Um, Rhythm Room. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I've been there. Been there. A there are shars as well. There That's is shars. Another yep. blues. Those small venues can be nice too. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a spoken word artist that does some rap, George Watsky. I saw him at the at Club Red, and mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. But. Unfortunately, the small clubs tend to pack it to the hilt, so it does right. make it a little right. more uncomfortable, which is why I kind of like the outdoor venues a little bit more, because you can move around. Yes, but, yes. Um, the smaller clubs can be good. It's a right. lot more intimate. I know that Metallica did a two-series acoustic set at one of the local clubs, and it was real limited tickets. That, I would have loved to have seen that at a, a more yeah. intimate um, atmosphere, because when you go to a stadium or an arena, you know, you're basically looking at the screen, and yes. not really. When you don't want to be, <laughs> and you don't want to be in the mosh pit up front. I'll tell you. So definitely not. I definitely had some friends who enjoyed that. I was never one of them. I, I, I never have been in one. Value I have my avoided limbs, it. But <laughs> right, um, outdoor festivals, I'd say, are probably my favorite. I, I would say they're mine as well. Yeah. So um, as long as it's not mid-August in Arizona, you know, and it's just like you—if an indoor one, you you get a seat and people stand up, so you got to stand up so you can even see the artist Absolutely. if you are semi-close. So. Yeah, those arenas and stadiums—they don't give you a whole lot of room in your seat, and mm-hmm. so either you're squished in there like a sardine, or you're just standing the whole time, anyways, because everyone around you is going to stand. So you want to see right. what's going on. And have you been to celebrity theater? And that's where I was just recently. And I've been there quite a few times, but they have a rotating stage. Not I, all shows, they mm-hmm. ro- they don't rotate the stage for all of them. But it's it's kind of cool. I don't think I've ever been to Celebrity Theater. Okay. It's been around a long time. I know it has. It definitely so. has. So that's not where the fairgrounds is, is it? No. No, okay. Yeah. No, I, I don't think I've been to Celebrity Theater. So, yeah. Okay, so as far as some uh, iconic rock concerts, you mentioned Lollapalooza. Yes. I will say that I went to the last Lollapalooza that was in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. From there on, Perry Farrell, and if he made the choice, I'm mm-hmm. not sure, from Jane's Addiction. Yep. Um, they just now have them, far as I know, in Chicago, which oh, is yeah. where they originated, where they used to travel around well that's kind of cool we bookended Lollapalooza I went to the first you went to the last at least in Phoenix Phoenix. Mm -hmm. yes and and you know I saw Pearl Jam and and, um, some other artists but yeah that was that was that was a cool experience and it was again at the outdoor venue Mm -hmm. there in uh, Phoenix so and then a lot of KUPD concerts Mm -hmm. um I remember talking about summer end of summer scorcher they used to have oh yes and 
a mayhem and uproar and and the red white and you festivals yes, that yes, they would have yes. yeah that was one of my favorites i saw five finger death punch at the red white and you yeah um and it was it was a ton of fun black veil brides was there they uh-huh. were like on one of the one of the smaller stages filter anthrax it was, yeah, I didn't go to that one, though was, I have seen Five Finger Death Punch. I think that one punch. was at, like, Firebird Raceway, maybe, um, or somewhere okay. around that area. I know okay. they did some of them in those venues. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed Five Finger Death Punch. I've probably seen it three, at least three times. Oh, yeah, that's um, great. But, but yeah, those um, legendary rock concerts, the, the iconic ones where you just you see 10, 15 bands, those are definitely oh. great. I'd have to say my favorite was Endfest. So this was when I was uh, living in Washington State, and it was at the Kitsap County Fairgrounds, and it was in August of 95. And the bands there, Bush, Better Than Ezra, Everclear, Gin Blossoms, Corn, um, Super Suckers, the Presidents of the United States of America. Yeah, which I don't even think exists. Violent Femmes. Mm-hmm. And uh, No Doubt. I believe Green Day was there, but I, I can't be 100% sure about that. Those times are a little bit fuzzy for me. They're a little far far in the past. But I'd have to say that was one of... That was that was my favorite. And I've seen Iconic. a few of those bands, but yeah. there's a few of them you mentioned I would like to see. Yeah, and it was, it was in, uh, like I said, fairgrounds. So it, there was a lot of dirt. Mm-hmm. which then they had some water trucks and mm-hmm. it turned into just a giant mud pit and mud fight and I went with a, a group of friends and I think there was four of us and what made it memorable is great great performances but it was just the camaraderie of being there with you know your your close friends and just having a good time and People watching is yes. always fun. Yeah, they, yes, definitely. <laughs> People tend to imbibe a little yes. uh, at concerts, so it's kind of fun to see what antics they get themselves right. into. But right. I'd say that was probably my favorite um, festival iconic uh, iconic concert that I went to. Just to briefly jump jump back to mm-hmm. concert venues, have you ever been to a, a show at a casino? Uh, sort of. So in Vegas, I saw, it was like um, a 50s, it was, gosh, I, now I can't remember. It was modeled after like Dean, like the Rat Pack. Oh, yes. Um, but it wasn't. Dean and it, Frank. Yeah, yeah. I, I have the Rat Pack on my wall in my living room. But it so. wasn't the original. So I guess okay. I can't really count that because right. it was more of a performance as opposed to like an actual concert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but no, I don't think, like, thinking back, I don't think I've ever actually been to, like, a legit concert okay. at a casino. Because right. I, 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 I've, uh, I've been to, I know I paid for one, but I actually uh, went to the one outside of Globe, Arizona, oh, wow. on San Carlos Reservation there, mm-hmm. and saw Eddie Money, who is now no, no really? longer with us, mm-hmm. and... A group that maybe most of you haven't heard of because they're from like the late 60s, but Steppenwolf. Oh, uh, yeah. John Kay. Mm-hmm. I love them. Free. I saw both of those free. Really? Yes. Wow. So, That's uh, awesome. That doesn't happen often. But. Yeah, we do have quite a few casinos in the area. We have Akchin, we have the Viquiva, and then um, the Wakapa, I believe. 
so we oh and the desert diamond which i don't know if they have a showroom there or not i haven't been to that mm -hmm. casino but we do have quite a few casinos in the area and i know that um you can usually get some some cheap tickets to yes. some of the concerts yes. that they have there so i'll have to check into that more i'm just actually. not sure if they're free anymore but this, <laughs> this would have been in the most late 90s not. so yeah, most likely not so anyway, as, as you've heard, uh, Karen and I have had a lot of experiences when it comes to um, different, different rock shows, some blues. Um, I've even had to uh, endure a few country shows. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I have, an, I have somewhat of an appreciation for country. Mm -hmm. My parents both loved... You know, they were listening to Kenny Rogers, Willie Nelson, some of the old, some of the oldies, but goodies. Yes. Um, so I, I think I have a little uh, soft spot for country. I've actually never been to a country, uh, country concert. Um, I know they have some big festivals too with right. a lot of different yes, bands, but. Uh, yeah, no, I have. I also. I would have liked not. to have seen Johnny Cash. That's oh probably, my gosh, Johnny Cash, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. So anyone who can sing Nine Inch Nails, you got me. Yep, absolutely. So, um, let me let me ask you: Did you ever um, see Bob Dylan? No. Ah, uh, okay. No. Yeah, that was another one that I wish that I could go back in time and see as well. I have a few. Re I have a few concert regrets. Bob Dylan, I'd love to see. And I was actually living in the Seattle area during the boom of the grunge era, and yes. I never saw Pearl Jam, and I oh. never saw Nirvana. And that's when Nirvana was playing, like, small clubs. And, man, i that's my biggest regret as far as concerts go. So I didn't see Soundgarden, but I did see Chris Cornell and Audio Slave. I didn't see Alice in Chains with Lane Staley, but I've seen him with William. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen Pearl Jam. Didn't see Nirvana. Um, of course, Stone Temple Pilots is not really the Seattle grunge, but, but they it's were the super popular. But they were they called them the Flannel Five. They STP. added them to yeah. them. <laughs> but if anybody's heard of Mother Love Bone, um, Andrew Wood, they were kind of the late '80s to 1990, and they had kind of par, kind of at that era where the the long haired mm -hmm. rock was kind of going out the door but mm -hmm. grunge was starting they were a group in seattle and sadly andrew um passed away mm -hmm. from an overdose and two of those members of that band mm -hmm. ended up in pearl jam oh, and then okay. they did temple of the dog um which was chris cornell mm -hmm. and and vetter and a few of them and wow. uh but anyway so if you ever want to study up on uh seattle uh rock history and grunge mother love bone was i think they would have been huge yeah so um anyway so Anything else, Karen, besides let's conclude today and talk about um, yeah, Maricopa no. County Library District and our resources when it comes to listening to music? Um, first of all, go to our website. It's mcldaz.org. stands for Maricopa County Library District. And in the top left-hand corner, you'll see eMedia. And just click on that, and you can see the drop-down menu of all um, of our resources mm -hmm. and the digital resources that we have uh, some of them take a library card um, so make sure you check it out you can watch tutorials on how to use them mm -hmm. but one that I use often is Hoopla and through our district and your library card you can get 15 borrows 
per month. And I pretty much, I think I had a book on there I read this month, but otherwise I, I listen to music albums um, because that's what gets me through my commute. I commute across town. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not listening to an audiobook, sometimes it's a radio, but usually I'm, I'm listening nice. to Hoopla. Um, and then we also have one called Freegal. And take, take note of this with your library card and you can get a library card at any of our branches that are across the county we've got them from one corner to the other you can also get one online now yes you can you, you can, can get one online so do that go to that website and as you long can as you're do that. a maricopa county resident and yep. you will need to uh provide Pro proof proof of um, residency yes but you can actually apply for a library card now online Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. So just bring in uh, your photo ID if it has your current residential address. If not, bring in a bill, show, show a bill on uh, your phone, a lease agreement, just proving that you do reside in Maricopa County. But anyway, Freegal, you can download five songs free per week to any device and keep them forever. Mm -hmm. that's, that's priceless great. that's great priceless so that's another good one and then we also have canopy where there's music documentaries um, and then if you want to get to physical items of course within the branches we still have music cds they aren't as popular as they used to be obviously because <laughs> the new vehicles do not have players in them and then we also have some dvds of uh, various concerts so there's a whole fun way of listening to all kinds of music from different genres and artists free. Free with your library. Card. Yes. Yes, I agree. So Awesome. Well, this was fun, Rosie. Yes, it was. Yeah. And um yeah, um more concerts to come for both of us hopefully. Absolutely. And maybe we'll be back and talk about those as well in the future. So again, my name is Roxy and I'm Karen. And uh, you've been listening to music through the microphone stories from our favorite concerts. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.